0: This is Bookmarked and Busy, part of the Geeky Waffle Network.
1: Welcome to Bookmarked and Busy, a podcast where I, a fanfic reader, talk to some really cool people in the fanfic community, from writers to artists and everyone in between. I am here to be the middle person to get all the deets on your favorite content on AO3 and beyond. With that being said, please remember this is in fact an 18 plus podcast. So check the show notes for any trigger warnings and content warnings. My name is Ren, and we are back with another episode with the Sherlock fandom um i've been enjoying these conversations because it's not a fandom that i'm heavily into but um the more that i talk to people within the sherlock fandom the more i'm remembering like i used to be in there why am i not there anymore (laughs) uh and today i'm here with kendall uh who goes by cumber curly girl on twitter and ao3 she's an author and a fan artist so we got a double whammy today which is really cool uh how are you (laughs) i'm doing great that's really good. Thank you for being on. Um like no, I said, thanks for I'm, having me. Yeah, every time I talk to Sherlock people, um, like fan fandom members, I I always leave the conversation like so excited to watch it again because I haven't yet. Um because I know Oh, I you're have, kidding.
0: You haven't yeah. you haven't watched
1: no, no, it yet? No, no, I've seen it. <laughs> I saw it when it came out and I and I didn't I, I left the fandom after the series finale because I I, it, was, I it was so bad, yeah. It was so bad, <laughs> and a lot of people also are, have. When I talk to them, were like, "Yeah, kind of," and I'm like, "Yeah." So I, I didn't stick around because it it's like, "Well, what else is there here?" But then the fact that you guys are still holding strong, and it's not oh, just absolutely. like it's not just like the BBC sherlock like it's like Sherlock in general, which I got to have that conversation with too, um about as well. um The fact that yeah, the fact that you guys are still here, despite not getting any like new content to watch is really well, we cool we just make our own we just yeah our own. it's so cool um so i have been wanting to re-watch it because i've talked to i think three people now within the sherlock fandom and the excitement that you guys have for it makes me really excited So i'm like oh yeah like oh. i remember like watching it as it aired and like being really excited for it and so yeah you guys are like the fact that you guys are holding on i'm like yes i love this
0: <laughs> yes i wish there were more episodes in fact i just watched another one you know last night for the you know hundredth time
1: yeah and i mean like it it could still happen who knows i i like to hold that hope for stuff like it's been a while it could still happen the people that are involved in the show are still here so it's like yeah but most,
0: most most people in the fandom i feel don't want that to happen it's like we've yeah. got it now you guys fucked it up we we have taken it and run run with it and made it into something much better and so yeah just just go do something else
1: i appreciate i understand and i appreciate that (laughs) um I would be uh I would be lying if I said that I didn't want like a little more Moriarty because he was my favorite so uh, I like um, Moriarty. <laughs> yeah I would love to see more like what's he what's he doing uh anyway <laughs> so uh we're gonna get into the summary part of the pod now and this is just kind of where we deep dive into your history as an author and artist um uh and everything in between there so I generally like to ask first like what got you into fan fiction where did you start
0: of Sherlock. So okay. I was before I even knew fan fiction existed, I watched Sherlock and it was actually after um, it was probably during like 2017 when the um, the show was already the, the fourth series was out. Mm-hmm. Um so I missed all the the drama over the prayer like 10 years. So I I watched it and I loved it and I loved it so much that I started like seeking out, you know, social media about it and and Benedict Cumberbatch. And then I stumbled into fan art first. Mm -hmm. And I was just, you know, captured by it and I loved it. And then I uh, came across a, a Twitter posting from one of my, you know, Sherlock mutuals who had written a piece of fan fiction and I read it and I thought, oh, this is great. And it just it uh, it snowballed from there. I'm actually writing a, a a fic we started three years ago. She she and I, the person who who's the first fanfic I read, mm-hmm. we're currently writing a giant John Locke fanfic that is that like I think our three year anniversary of writing it is like next week. Wow,
1: is it a long one or it's is very it- long? It's it's okay.
0: uh, It's about. It's going to be about 200,000 words. We've, we've got almost that much written. We've only got a few chapters left. Wow. It's, it's a that's, long way. That's so cool,
1: though. Like, And I like that it's a collaborative thing across the three years, not just like, you know, I mean, not saying like one person can't write for that long and that long, like that many chapters,
0: but I it's feel like there's... fabulous. Yeah. yeah okay, been, become like, my best friend. Yeah. I go like, visit her
1: all the there's, time. There's something magical about like a collaborative exactly. like fandom, fandom thing, I feel like um so that so were you essentially more um oh how long were you a reader before you started writing or was it just kind of like a a quick progression from reader oh it was
0: very very, it was very quick like a month oh wow (laughs) and i'm very new to fan Uh fiction and and writing i started i I checked um, this morning my uh my first fic was posted in March of uh, 2018, so it's just been four years. Wow! And then I started uh, art about a year after that. Okay.
1: And so, how did you, um, how did you transition from writing to art? Or again, was that just sort of like the natural progression because of the thing um, that you loved?
0: It was something that I loved. When I'm now I'm old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very old, and I haven't. Uh, I'm I'm 57. So I didn't get into fandom and writing until I was 52. Uh And um, when I was young, you know, teenager, I drew um, Mm -hmm. and then came work and life and kids and hadn't touched it until three years ago when I got inspired by Sherlock and wanted to, you know, illustrate my fix and draw the men I loved. So that's how that started. So it's really been, Sherlock has been like the best thing that's ever happened to me.
1: I love that. That is so, yeah, I love hear. I actually really love hearing that. Like I know that there's a lot of people listening and uh, maybe who aren't familiar with fan fiction to the extent that we are, which I side tangent, I'm hoping that this podcast sort of helps bridge that gap. So people can yes. understand like it's, yeah a lot of like (laughs) you know there's there's people behind these computers and they're lovely people and they do a a great service for free and I know that sometimes there's like a a negative connotation with it so I'm like I, I always hope that if no one's familiar and they're listening they're starting starting to understand but I'm sure that there's people that are like how can how can something not uh, I don't want to say like not real, but there's totally that thought where it's like this is just a show, or that's just a movie, or this. Is I just I a- know,
0: and sometimes <laughs> you talk to, when you talk to the the the, the muggles. Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. You, you know, you must sound like a an insane person. And, yeah. Um, in fact, um, this is an interesting backstory on me. When um this first all started happening, I thought maybe I was. Um, I had issues and I needed to get that checked out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I actually went to see a psychiatrist because I was actually thinking of quitting my very lucrative job to be a fan and do fan fiction and fan art full Mm -hmm. time. And um, I felt like really embarrassed talking to this person about all, all of this, all this Mm -hmm. stuff. And like, (laughs) yes, trying to con- convince her that it was you know it's really important and is wonderful. But am I crazy? And she said, no, you're you're fine. And so I quit my job and now um Good. I do this all the time. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so cool. So like I was
1: in, in a similar boat um in 2020, height of the pandemic. I was working from home and I was just so depressed all the time And I was like, I don't think I can do this, but I, I'm not I didn't take the necessarily necessary steps and i say that in quotes because there is no right way to quit a job and do what you love you just kind of have to do it sometimes but i didn't take the necessary steps to like save the money and make sure that i had things up and i just quit and and, and That's, that's ballsy yeah and i started like i mean i had a shop already going and it wasn't bringing in a ton of money but Um, I was just like, you know, I'm never going to know if I can do it unless I do it. And I'm miserable. So I quit my job and I got to do it for over a year, like unemployed, um, just making like stuff with my shop. And I loved it. Wasn't Um, it wonderful?
0: I know it's, 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 (laughs) I I pinch myself every day. Yeah. And that's so
1: cool that you, and like, um, uh, not that it's an age thing, but my mom uh, also was in a similar boat where she uh, was working in an office and Uh, got laid off one day and she's like I'm going to take a year off and then I'm going to do what I love and what she loves is working with dogs so now she's in her 60s and she works at a dog daycare and I'm like good for you yeah like I I, I love that and I don't think there's anything wrong with that but I can definitely see how like especially when you're a little bit older and you're just like
0: is this normal (laughs) like exactly uh... is this normal as do i i mean my newfound love for guys fucking each other like okay
1: (laughs) and that's and then your art is amazing so like i that's really cool i'm I'm so happy for you (laughs) 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 so um let's like talk more about like your your pairings here since it's sort of dabbled in that um who's your ship in sherlock
0: john and sherlock I'm okay. pretty much I'm pretty monogamous. Yeah. <laughs> as far as ships go, uh, John and Sherlock, I have written um three with John and Sherlock and uh Sholto, another character. Mm-hmm. And I and I read I will read, you know, other pairings, uh, mm-hmm. but no John and Sherlock are are my guys and I've written I've written fics for uh, a a for for um uh, call me by your name. So uh, sometimes yeah. I'll if I get inspired, I'll go write something else. But John and Sherlock are just, you know, I love them passionately. Yeah.
1: I think you're my first uh John Locke. I think the other two were my, my stradd shippers. Ah. So um I heard a lot about that history. So this is really cool to have a John Locke. Um, because like when the show aired, um, I don't think I was a John Locke shipper, but I definitely understood why people did. Do that, and this is before I even knew what fan fiction was, and like Uh, same. (laughs) same. while
0: I was watching the show. I did not. I did not. You know, actively ship them. I knew there was the queer baiting going on. I could. You know, the subtext was there. Yeah, but I was just like drooling over Benedict Cumberbatch mostly. And Mm. then, like I said, I, I started seeing this John Locke fan art. This just gorgeous fan art, and that actually it's the fan art that got me to ship them. Okay. Yeah,
1: that's funny how that happens. Because <laughs> yeah. I think because yeah, I like I'm I live in Star Wars, so um I wasn't at all really a, a rail shipper with the first movie, but I was with the second movie and it had part to do with like art. And that's when I got into fan fiction uh, was the first one. So the art and the fan fiction is what kind of helped shifted my brain in that. Yes. I was like, oh, I get it. Yes. <laughs> that's, so, that's so cool. Um, so in your, um, in your writing, so let's, we'll do writing and the art. So in your writing journey here, what um, what are your favorite stories to tell with them? Do you like to continue things from the show or do you kind of like to create your own little AUs?
0: Uh, most of what I have done, especially my longer ones, are all AUs. Mm-hmm. So the, the the epic one is um, the one that's like 200,000 words is um, set in Columbus, Ohio, where I live. It started out as just like a middle of the night, drunken, you know, crack fic. And then I posted it in a group chat of writers and my uh, soon to be co-writer said, hey, let's Let's keep going with that. And we did. And <laughs> ended up with this epic drama. That's um, so cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, and I've, so that's uh, okay, the biggest one. And I've got a vampire AU. I've got mm-hmm. uh hijacking in 1992 AU. I've got a John's a werewolf, Sherlock is an elf AU. That's um, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was for uh, a, a, a fandom Trump's hate. Are you familiar with fandom Trump's hate? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that was, that was for, for one of those. Um, and it, there's a, can I tell you this kind of the story about how yeah. I came up with werewolf wolf elf. So this Go was for something that, um, you know, it was for someone else. Someone had, had, had a uh, bit on me and wanted a, a John that I felt that I couldn't write Wanted a, kind of a dark, mean, sexually abusive, something I didn't feel in my heart for John. And so I compromised by making him a werewolf and he has this dark side uh-huh. that Sherlock, who is an elf, I don't know how that ended up that way, but <laughs> happens to like his dark side and wants to help him control his dark side. So it all works out, but John is still maintains you know, his identity as a basically good guy that's awesome. And the person didn't like it. No. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted the genuinely bad guy, but I just couldn't do it.
1: Okay, so that's an interesting conversation that I I would like to have about that. So, cuz I've I I've seen people do like gift fix and um I mean I I'm pretty sure people also do commissioned writing pieces too but uh, yeah how do you handle when someone who (laughs) you're you're writing for doesn't like what you write (laughs) and and do you send out like your um like your list of things you won't write and and stuff like that ahead
0: of time uh well that was my first one so I guess I wasn't I wasn't um well-versed in all of all the self protections yeah Uh, and i swore i wouldn't do it again and then i I did Mm -hmm. and the next two have turned out you know just fine and i find that having having to having a deadline and having to having committed to someone really Mm -hmm. helps me actually focus and and write instead of you know sorting my socks or something yeah
1: okay Um, that's understandable um
0: so within the AUs
1: that you like to write um what what's been your favorite so far cuz I know like a lot of people like to write um well in, in talking about Sherlock in particular um I've I've had people that were like I like to make it all soft and I like um
0: No, I'm not soft. Of- no, you're not soft, okay. <laughs>
1: because like yeah they were they're saying they, they like to give them like the happy endings that they didn't get so they like to write a lot of like a uh, slice of life wholesome soft content which is very My, cute <laughs>
0: most, most of mine are happy endings mm-hmm. um i have one um major character death that i actually I, which i don't like to read but i loved to write okay um i have a, a hijacking one in which sherlock is tortured and there's a child murder it's all sorts of peril and pain there's a drug overdose there's all there's i enjoy writing. And, and another one i just wrote they john and sherlock are fighting they, they get they have a physical fist fight oh. i enjoy i enjoy writing i even actually took boxing lessons to uh prepare for that one um, oh wow, that's so cool <laughs> i know i do a lot of really cool research for um for the uh the long one uh nine and a half weeks it's called the the one that's it's got 39 chapters out there right now, um, set in Ohio. Gosh, I I interviewed um, people who had been in our county jail. I went and sat in on arraignments because there's some jail uh, jail scenes. I interviewed nurses. I um, I did all sorts of research for that one. The research is fun. I enjoy doing it. Whoa.
1: Okay. So many questions. Okay. So <laughs> how do you, oh, that's so cool that you like kind of go in and get the research. Cause I've heard about people doing that, but I haven't talked to anyone that's actually like done it. So it has, it
0: has been, it's really great. It really helps. It really helps make um, the scenes authentic. So with the, the man I interviewed who had been in our County jail twice um really had some really kind of gritty stories about being in jail and i so I used that for my scene when sherlock is in jail um mm-hmm. as a as a as an 18 year old who'd never been in in jail before so it's very traumatic and, mm-hmm. and for him and i i got a comment um, at some point saying hey i work in the jail system and that was the most realistic you know jail scenario i've ever read so yeah. I was like yes
1: and do you do it for all of your fix, or was it just for that really long one?
0: Um. Of that in depth was for the, that really long one. I for the uh, the fighting one. I said I took boxing lessons. Yeah. Uh, but I, other than that, I probably do the same type of research other folks do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Google Reddit is great. Oh um, wow! I never thought about that. I find because if I want to describe experiencing something that I have not experienced before, like getting kicked in the balls, getting um, listening to opera, um, Mm. what it was like to be a you know a soldier in in battle in Afghanistan, I just go Mm. read personal stories and people get you know just giving their own personal accounts of these things are just so eloquent. Yeah, and 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 so real. So yeah, I, I use that quite a bit. That's so neat. Um. Wow.
1: <laughs> That's so cool. Um. So what's been your favorite thing to like, go out and, and do for a fic then? Cause like taking boxing lessons just so that you could write it sounds pretty neat. <laughs> but
0: like, <laughs> that, that was fun. I did enjoy, I did enjoy that. But probably the most interesting thing was sitting in, in um, uh, arraignments at the courthouse um, criminal arraignments. Um, it's just, um, just people, people walking in, you know, defendants coming in, you know, with, you know, their horrible consequences before. And then the judge and the the people in the courthouse, you know, the courthouse staff for whom this is just like, you know, another day at the office, they're all joking and laughing and with each other and lighthearted. And then you've got, it's just the juxtaposition men Mm -hmm. who are just standing there with handcuffs you know one had like beaten somebody to death with a baseball bat um it's just and so i kind of wrote that kind of uh, that contrast in in the story probably no one noticed it but i don't know i I thought it was cool
1: well yeah i mean at least you can say like if someone questions it you can say no i actually did the thing like (laughs) (laughs) that is so awesome um that makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, I do. I do. Do enjoy the the research.
1: Yeah. Um. So, in your um in your art uh, side of things, what's what's your medium
0: th- of choice? Um. I do. Uh, I do digital and and paint. Uh, okay. Acrylic paints. Those are my primary. I mean, I'm I'm kind of exploring all sorts of. Different mediums, but those are my two primary uh, mediums for uh, fan art. Mm-hmm.
1: And um I saw that on your Redbubble. Is it that you all uh, you transfer uh, your uh, traditional medium to digital so that people can buy it, like prints and stuff?
0: Right, right. So okay. I'll sc- I'll scan my paintings and then upload them to Redbubble or wherever and. Because I nice. prints. And do you um, only
1: do art based off of your work, or have you gotten commissions for uh, your work for other people?
0: Um, I have not done any commissions. I don't offer commissions for art just because I just yeah, I uh, I don't feel confident enough um, to do that. And I also I don't like to create art about something that isn't like in my mm. heart. So mm. if somebody wanted mm. me to do something, I would. It wouldn't be as joyful doing it to spec Mm -hmm. than just something I wanted to do. And I do it for the joy of it, not for money. Mm,
1: That makes sense. Um, I will, like I said, I I did take a look at your art and I think it's really cool. Um, Thank you. Your style is is very unique to... Um, i guess like what i've seen in the fan art space or especially with fanfic art um a lot of what i've seen on my side of the internet has uh been more like the digital um obviously like re- recreations and redrawings of ray and kylo and all that stuff and it's yes. all very beautiful um but like i haven't seen anything that's anything like you do over here and i think that's really cool oh well
0: thank um, you and how long have you been doing um art um like i said i did it when i was like a teenager i just oh right i, right. I drew horses then that was my thing my horses were my obs- obsession when i was little and now it's uh, john sherlock <laughs> um but i actually found um uh, as i was kind of looking through my stuff today i found uh from 2019 which is when i started kind of dabbling and getting back into art a a, a pen drawing of john and sherlock having sex and it's on the back of a, an accounting memo from my work so i'm sitting at, at my desk at work drawing you know john and sherlock on the back of the memo so that's when i knew, knew i might need yeah, I was gonna, yeah i was gonna say it
1: was meant to be you weren't supposed to be there <laughs> so what kind of um I guess dabbling into the reader side of things uh because you did mention that there's there's like a thing that you don't like to read but you liked to write do you find that um is the case with a lot of what you read versus what you write
0: um no I think I think the the major character death where John Sherlock dies is probably the one where I I want to read them but I'm afraid to because mm-hmm. I just don't want to have my heart ripped out. And there's one right. in particular in the Sherlock fandom that is legendary um, that everybody has, everyone knows. It's called Alone on the Water by Mad Lori. Mm-hmm. I think it's a 7,000 word fic that's supposed to be just beautifully written, but just I, I'm terrified of it because it's so horribly painful to read. So, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one kinda- of them dies. <laughs> oh okay and a a very very awful you know it's just it's it's about the whole thing is about him dying and it's um Mm. but but when I wrote I wrote uh John and Sherlock both dying in their older years uh kind of a retirement lock um Mm. that I I enjoyed writing it I'm like wow I really enjoyed writing this maybe I should read more but I just haven't I feel like I need to be in the right frame of mind and I never happen to be in the right frame of mind to read, to have my heart ripped out.
1: That's fair. It's kind of like how I don't, I, I've mentioned this a lot, but I don't like to read a lot of in universe stuff uh, for Star Wars because I get upset that it didn't happen in uh. the movies because they're oftentimes better than the movies Uh, (laughs) so it's like i don't i don't want to get upset or sad that this isn't the ending that we got so i don't read it (laughs) Uh, um, Uh, there's a
0: there's an author that i love that also actually writes a lot in the star wars fandom maybe you know her atlin merrick
1: um is that their real name or their their ao3 name ao3 Uh that i don't know if that that doesn't sound, you know, I'm so bad at names versus fix that I've read, if that makes sense. So like I will read and love a fanfic and then <clears throat> I'll find out that there's someone on Twitter that I've been talking to. And I'm like, I don't, I didn't know that you wrote this.
0: <laughs> well, um, I, I highly recommend her. Sh- I love her style. Sh- and I, I don't know what her pairing is. I, Cause I don't read star Wars, but yeah. I know that she, she writes a lot in the star Wars fandom.
1: And, um, uh, I'll I'll have to get that username from you later so we yeah, can link yeah, it down it below to other people. But yeah, okay, yeah, that's cool. Um, so with your um, reading uh, versus your writing, what do you tend to read more of that you don't write?
0: <clears throat> um, I guess I, you know, that's a hard question. I read a wide variety. Mm-hmm. Um, I like long, I like to listen to podfix a lot. Um, okay. so I tend to listen to long ones. Um, I love, um, like I, I haven't written any ABO, but I like ABO. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I don't like to read or write very much PWP. Mm-hmm. I will, I will read it. I have to, I don't, I don't really write it. It, but I, I can take it in small bites especially funny ones there's this mm. there's this one in the sherlock fandom called survival strategies for the domesticated british butthole by a tiki mm. and it is pure pwp but i that is the that is the fanfic i have read over and over again more than any other it is hysterical it's it's john is rimming sherlock and chokes on a butt hair and <laughs> and sherlock is like he likes being rimmed so much that he doesn't want his butt hair to interfere with future rimming so he <laughs> he, he buys this uh I, I don't however you pronounce it the stuff that takes the hair off the cream that takes the hair off your oh uh your, Nair, your skin dilapatory dilapatory dilap- dilap- whatever, whatever the hell okay. however that's pronounced and he puts it on his butt and didn't doesn't apparently read the instructions and it burns him oh no and he's like dying so he doesn't know what to do he's like in a craze and he runs into the kitchen and and he wants cold so he takes out like frozen peas and puts them on his butt that doesn't work so he he sees a box of popsicles and he says oh perfect so he's he's like holding frozen peas against him he's jamming a a, like a (laughs) grape ice a popsicle up his butt on the kitchen floor and john comes home oh no <laughs> and finds him there and is like what the uh, heck are you doing sherlock and Sherlock's like help me so <laughs> they end up you know having sex on the on the floor of the refrigerator <laughs> and then sherlock uh, ejaculates all over the broccoli
1: so your pee with pee has to be funny because <laughs> that's <It> <laughs> some comedy in it is what you're saying
0: it was, it was i prefer it that way <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that that is my actually my fa- i've read that more than any other fanfic ever that's so cool
1: um i had to try to find that one <laughs> or like i'll read it when you link it because that sounds hilarious um but it's also funny how there's some like uh well not funny but there's always some fun overlap with fandoms too because i feel like i've read a very similar story to that oh, in,
0: yeah, that, yeah in the Star Wars.
1: yeah so it's just like i love that i like the idea that it's like sherlock who's like i don't want him to choke on my butt hair
0: (laughs) so silly i know and you think oh my gosh if i had thought of this would i have i I might have (laughs) thought of it but i would have like never dared to write it but it's brilliant it's so
1: fun um (laughs) so do you uh i guess piggybacking off of that do you do you tend to read more of like the type of stuff that you like to write since like reading what you don't write is like a little bit more difficult to find those topics and themes
0: um i i don't know i, I just i don't i don't gravitate toward a type of thing mm-hmm. i like a good story i like good writing um i like au's but i i love them in their in their setting at Baker Street, uh, London, um, mm-hmm. as well. So I, I don't. Um, some of my favorites are um, are AUs though. Um, there's a surfing AU that is probably. Um, I'm gonna have to say I like that one even better than the the popsicle one um, called "Give Me Shelter," uh, which was actually published as a as a book under a different name. Oh. It's uh, it's fabulous. It's um. Uh, the thick is called G- Gimme Shelter, and the book is called uh, The Sea Ain't Mine Alone. Um, okay. by Since When John, and it is it is fabulous. It's set in the seventies, and it's about uh, Sherlock as a surfer and John as a, a, a surfer, and it's kind of a enemies to lovers story. It's excellent.
1: Okay, I just looked that up
0: and i'm gonna keep that
1: open on the tab because i love i love reading like i'm starting to understand that i love reading fanfic that has been published into novels no matter what the the fandom is just
0: because i think it's i think it's really cool
1: that that's happening
0: (laughs) and and since when john actually wrote another fanfic called bluest of blue which he's taken down because it uh, give me shelter didn't get taken down but bluest of blue got taken down when he published it as a book called names for the dawn and it's, it's really good. It's about John as a trans man park ranger in Denali, Alaska. And mm. Sherlock is a visiting wolf tracker.
1: Oh, okay. I also it's very, found it's that very one. good.
0: <laughs> cool. And, and what's, what's kind of cool about that as well is kind of the backstory of the author, since when John, um, I don't know what how, when the timing was, but during the time when he was uh, maybe scrubbing bluest of blue, he actually transitioned to male and moved with his park ranger partner to uh, like a, a park in Montana. So it's kind of like oh, cool Like imitating art. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh whoa. Okay, I found both of them, and I'm gonna yeah, because I've I've been curating my uh, fan fiction to publish book uh to buy lists I have a stack of tangible ones in my apartment too but I'm I'm all for that have you ever um thought about getting any of your stuff published
0: um the the, the long one that we're about to finish up um my co-writer is strongly strongly pushing me to do that so mm-hmm. we we may we may do that okay uh, she, ju- she just published um her own book um, about autistic uh an autistic Sherlock um so she's she's pushing us too. Well, I know that, that I know donors.
1: with I know that um with that comes having to obviously change names and change things that are copywritten by, you know, the right. original owners. Um and I had a conversation um about that with someone who was saying that they feel like if they had to do that, it would sort of take away um you know the original intent and sort of I guess integrity of the fic
0: I, I uh, do agree with that and I'm kind yeah. of I, I, if it was if it was mine by myself I, I yeah haven't hadn't written it together I wouldn't I would I would I would feel no compulsion to do that I'm happy with it as John and Sherlock I don't yeah I don't need it to go further but we, we may do it mm-hmm. Um. well I
1: mean I regardless I think it's going to be I haven't read it, obviously, but I think it's it's probably a good enough story. Um, either way, either format, fan fiction. Yeah, it's a, or, it's or a teenage
0: uh... Sherlock, older. It's kind of a sugar daddy. Ooh, <laughs> it's kind of a sugar daddy dom sub. Uh, I love that story. Um, yeah, it it, it it is actually. If I do say so myself, it, it's it, it is it is good, and we've we've had lots of good uh, feedback on it. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Okay, I'll have to check.
1: Yeah, like Sugar Daddy is sort of like one of my go-to uh, tropes that I like to I read. I got that from listening to one of your prior episodes. <laughs> I, I like it. I think uh, I, and, and I know that it's just because of like, it's obviously the fantasy. It's like a lot of people just kind of want
0: so that's what to fan come, fiction is it's yeah fantasy. they just
1: want someone to come in and be like you'll never have to work a day in your life again let me take care of you and i will gladly say yes <laughs> if it meant that i don't have to work anymore <laughs> um yeah so oh, okay on that note um what are some of your favorite like i guess tropes if you have if you have any
0: um i do like enemies to lovers Ooh, yeah that's a good one too i'm I'm not big on like fluffy fix. I do like mm-hmm. the kind of more dramatic something where there's pain. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a a, a fic, um called Proving a Point by L. Dot and Jay Baillier called Proving a Point. It's the movie Me Before You, where mm-hmm. Sherlock Sherlock is a quadriplegic and John is his care- caretaker, and it's it's fabulous. But lots of angst, lots of pain. I like angst and pain. Oh,
1: um, is there any particular reason why those are your favorites, or just because you like?
0: <laughs> well, they're they're I guess because there's lots of pain and there's they're well written. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I, I, I like I like drama, pain. I don't like I don't like things that are all rainbows and butterflies. Yeah, I mean, I'll read short, fluffy fix, and they're they're cute. But I I like I like to be except I don't want them to die. <laughs> <laughs> i can't take the dying thing. yeah uh, and so you need, like
1: the uh, you like the guaranteed yes, H- yes. hea despite all the pain yeah. that they go through <laughs> yeah
0: oh i want to write on my list that i want to write so bad is i want i want to che- i want to them to cheat someone to, to cheat on each other okay i Who- put people like when i've like written for other people which is seems like i've been doing some of my longer ones lately nobody wants to read that's a turnoff for some people, but I want to, I want some cheating.
1: Oh, go. Who would, who would do the cheating? Do you know?
0: I don't know. I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know yet. Yeah. I read it. I read a great <laughs> one by Atlin Merrick that the, the woman I mentioned who um, had John cheat on Sherlock and it was, it was so good. John cheated. Yeah. I was going to
1: say if I had to pick out of the two, I feel like it might be John, but I agree. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, although it, although you know, I, I can see them in different ways, and it's weird how and this is, I'm sure this is with any pairing or fandom. In some fics or when I'm writing them in, in uh, you know fic A, they might mm. be one way, and Sherlock mm. might be you know have might be you know dominant, or he might be ice cold. And it, but I can write him again in another fic a different way. And it doesn't mm-hmm. feel. It doesn't feel. It feels okay both ways. Yeah, that's, like that's I can. Fair. I can. <laughs> I can see. I can see Sherlock being like so unemotional that like in sex is not something emotional that he would you know not he would cheat on John just for you mm. know and not think twice about it. Yeah, hurt him without without thinking. Um, yeah, that's true. It, or then again, I can see him as an emotional, emotionally vulnerable guy who's in love with John and would would hate to be abandoned by John. So I, I dunno, I can mm-hmm. I can I can do it all sorts of ways.
1: Okay. I guess it just depends on how the the mood strikes when you sit down yes. and do it. <laughs> Valid. that's completely fair. Um so I like uh I liked talking about the Sherlock fandom as a whole with you guys because like I had mentioned, um there's no new content coming out for, for you guys like it is with right. Star Wars, despite Star Wars being a whole its own trash fire. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so where for you does the drive to keep creating content for this fandom come from? Cause like, like with Harry Potter, I feel like it's a, uh, it's at like the middle ground. It's like Star Wars, we get a lot of it, Harry Potter, not so much. It's still popular, but there's still like new. And things sprinkled here and there, and then like Sherlock has like nothing really.
0: <laughs> well, so see, I don't, I don't. Oh, you mean like new original content? You mean like um? Yeah, yeah, content? yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wish there was more base material to to work with, but yeah. you know, I I feel like I could go on forever, and then I have so many friends. I mean, the community is so amazing. Like we just got back from two uh, two one Beacon in Atlanta, mm-hmm. which is a Sherlock convention. We're planning a conven- uh, a Sherlock convention in London next year. I mean, nice. there's I have so many friends all over the world as as everyone in every fandom does. That are just, just, it's just. I don't see it as declining, even though in you know numbers, I'm sure right. that it is.
1: Yeah, I, um, I, I guess I really like that's what i like about the sherlock fandom that i'm finding is that um it's truly a thing well like because like with, with harry potter everyone's like oh it's it's the fans the fans own it now but it's like not not really when you think about it because there's still new things new canon things coming out constantly but like with sherlock i feel like it's almost like legitimately your guys's now <laughs> like, you can, like no <laughs> that's true are. Yeah, everyone who was involved is no longer involved. There's no, you know, they dropped the ball and you guys picked it up and you're like, I guess we'll take it. And so everything that that you guys put out into the world, conventions and writing, it's truly yours. And you like, who's going to tell you otherwise?
0: (laughs) And remember the Sherlock, the broader Sherlock Holmes fan going since like 1887 because people write, you know, um, fanfic on the, you know, Victorian. Exactly as well I mean it's we've survived that long I think we'll survive longer
1: yeah and I think and I that was the one thing that I was like oh yeah duh like when I was talking to someone before about um the convention because I know that as a character trellox has been around for for forever but I feel like um I'm of that generation where uh I saw it get popular because of the BBC show. So right. my, my brain was like, oh, like there's no what's new in Sherlock because like nothing has really come <laughs> out about the BBC show. Not forgetting there's like Zoom out because there's a whole broader Sherlock fandom and like things within that, you know, books and video games and all uh-huh. this stuff that are still coming out centered around sherlock holmes as a character um and so yeah i i didn't even put two and two together that the convention would be about all of sherlock not just bbc sherlock which yeah the, um, the
0: conventions are um well the the one that we have in atlanta every year is i mean it's 90 90 percent sherlock honestly but it's really yeah. meant for everything sherlock holmes mm-hmm. um and i'm i
1: I want to try to go one year, just, just as an attendee, just sort of, because even though it's not like my main fandom, I'd still love to go and sort of see what it is that you guys do. Cause I think it's, oh, it's yes, like, like should. how, how cool is it that like, it's, it's yours. It's like you guys don't have like, uh like, you know, you guys don't have like a multi multi-million dollar company that commodified it. And then like Star Wars celebration is oh, so, yeah. you know, um it's so, yes commercialized Senator, thank you yeah commercialized and like i feel like 221b from what i've heard of it uh, it's very low key it's very yeah it sounds like a very like independent fan made thing and i i really want to know like what goes on and what you guys do it just sounds and so
0: cool this past year since it had been two years we had took two years off because of the pandemic i think people were just so excited to see each other that yeah. a lot of people including me didn't I, I might have gone to two panels. I just sat out in the lobby and talked to people and played yeah. Sherlock cards against humanity and uh, <laughs> did we re- you know stayed up late and read porny porny uh, bedtime stories you know we did that and we read porny bedtime stories to each other or That's so cool. Oh played, man. Pin the dick on John. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Yeah, I want to try to go next year. Someone told me that um, I should do a panel there, but I was like, yes. I don't. yeah, like, I'd love to have some Sherlock writers on and, like, pick your guys' brain. I think that'd be really cool. Um, I it's I just think it's so cool. Like, I'm fascinated with the Sherlock fandom, and, and I'm also jealous, because it's like, <laughs> I live in the fandom space where, yeah, it's going to be commercialized for forever, and then... <laughs> you guys get to have your nice little (laughs) bubble of like it's just me and my friends and we do all this cool stuff And you guys yes it's 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 lovely (laughs) it
0: is it is beautiful it's truly lovely it's a beautiful thing yes (laughs) it is
1: it's so cool um so uh i guess at the at the convention uh level of things um is it a is it such a community where like people know you by your uh, internet presence like if, yes. if you're uh, okay and it, it, i'm assuming that's how it is for most of the sherlock fandom where it's like it, if you do anything in terms of fan fiction or art someone's gonna know who you are there
0: right that that's 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 pretty pretty much true that's that's awesome it's, it's a very, <laughs> very close community
1: um and did you attend that as um as a guest for like your art or your, or your writing or you just went, it's just like, you know, I'm
0: just here. Uh, the first year I did, I was on a panel on, uh, for co-writing. Mm-hmm. Um, this year I did not sign up for any panels. I just wanted to enjoy it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. after being away for two years, I yeah. can definitely understand. Wanted to just be around your friends. Um, well, what, what are some things that you, uh, if, okay. If Sherlock, was to ever make a, a resurgence or reappearance or re—I no, don't want to say reboot, although I feel like everything could be rebooted these days. So I, I guess I can't leave that off the table. But um, if, if Sherlock were to make any sort of comeback in terms of uh, the mainstream media, um, what are some things that you would like to see, if if any?
0: Uh, if, if, for instance, the BBC were to have a season five or series five, I, my personal wish, obviously, would be for you know john Locke to become canon i think mm-hmm. you know they're obviously older now they could be an old married couple i like retirement yeah. life. i like it when they're old and old and domestic and um, but it would definitely have to be um they'd have to they'd have to kiss yeah do <laughs> they you would think
1: have to kiss. do you think that the show writers had any intention of making them a canon couple
0: i don't know maybe maybe mark did mark gatus yeah but steve moffat didn't i don't know and i wasn't Mm. because i wasn't in the fandom back when all that controversy was going on so i missed all the drama and the and the speculation um i'm looking back at it and i I see it all And i'm kind of sometimes i'm glad i wasn't there because it seemed pretty toxic
1: Mm, um mm -hmm.
0: but you know i don't know but they surely it was they surely queer baited absolutely yeah they they knew i if they knew exactly what they were doing and didn't intend to follow through then you know i'm as mad as any of the other folks Mm -hmm. uh yeah and i'm wondering if that was it's hard
1: like i don't want to say oh it probably wasn't unintentional but uh because who knows what was going on at the time but yeah like at the height of when queer braiding started to become a little bit more like of a topic of conversation i could definitely see how that would be perceived that way for those two, but I'm also wondering, like, if there was any at all an in intention of making them a canon couple, uh and, and if that would be a thing they would even consider uh if it were to come back. Because it's like, obviously, you've got how long has it been off the air? Someone told me, and I got so surprised. Um, she's 27
0: January twenty seventeen was the. <laughs> oh last, my gosh! <laughs> last season, so. Yeah, so um, it's been a while. Yeah, and I'm like, you, you guys have they've had
1: all these years of you guys, the fans, you know, running conventions and writing fan work and all this stuff. I, I'm wondering if they would even take that into consideration of that's like what the viewers wanted.
0: Um, I, you know, I have no idea. I I, <laughs> I do not hold out high hopes. Yeah. And we've got, and now I don't know, not to change the subject, but now there's gay pirates. So we're all happy. Yes. About
1: that. <laughs> Our and gay great. pirates. We're all happy about that. <laughs> so great so great love it that's like one of my new favorite shows um <laughs> uh so yeah i mean yeah making john Locke cannon would be really cool i i think for me if i were to uh tap back into it if it were to come back at all um i also would love to see them like there's nothing wrong with older characters i i think everyone's still alive to do it and um, except for mrs hudson died oh that's right yeah that is correct it would um, be well, hard it would be hard to to, to not have so her at 221b that's very true so maybe i don't want that <laughs> but i mean i don't know like seeing them as an older older duo i think would be really cool um
0: i do, oh i do too yeah. i love I, I do like reading retirement lock
1: yeah and it doesn't have to be anything fancy even if they just want to do like a, a little one off special situation yeah i think they've um, said that
0: uh, benedict has said it or maybe the creators too had said, you know, more possibility for like a movie than a, another mm. series.
1: Yeah. Oh, I brought this up uh, <laughs> to another guest, but were you a uh, present in the fandom when uh, everyone thought that that one show was a new season of Sherlock? It mm, was like, no. oh my gosh. Uh, uh, and I had it up last time. Yeah. It was like this new show uh, that was coming out on the BBC and uh, the conspiracy th- theorists of Sherlock had thought it was going to be a series, uh, a fourth episode of series four. I'm sorry, it wasn't a series like the fourth ah. episode. Um, and I literally believed it because <laughs> I, oh, I, I wa- no. well, because I wanted it to be true for everybody because I know that Sherlock meant something to so many people, so I was like, oh, I hope this is true. And I was like reading about it and going in a deep dive, um, and it was called apple tree yard and it was a bb1 show
0: i've and heard of it but no i did not realize yeah that was supposed and to realize. it was
1: just it was just a new show <laughs> but, <laughs> but there's like this whole thing about like if you log onto this website it's this message and this is from this episode and this in sherlock so it's gonna be a season as an episode four and i was i was so excited because i thought you know <laughs> it was it like you guys are gonna get oh. a, 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 a up but no, i'm glad was- i'm
0: glad i did i'm glad i did not hear that because i would have yeah. been so let down
1: yeah, it was it was in legitimately a new show and uh everyone was let down and I was so sad for all of the fandom because I <laughs> I personally was like I it's been it's been gone. I think you're lucky in a sense where if you didn't watch it as it aired, you didn't have those super long hiatuses between every series. <laughs> um And so, because there was like a long hiatus, I was really excited for. I was like, "Oh my god, everyone's gonna get what they wanted." And no, it was an actual, it was an actual show. And I, I, I like to bring that up to see if people were around on the internet. No, I, I I probably (laughs)
0: wasn't around.
1: Yeah, I'm a newbie. Okay, (laughs) well, be lucky you didn't live through that because that was, (laughs) that was troubling times. Um, if especially if you like really believed it was gonna happen, um, to get let down like that, um. (laughs) yeah uh so going over to the notes section this is kind of where we touch on any topics we brought up that you might want to continue on or if you have anything that you want to um talk about this is like the good time to do that it's you know
0: oh something else i've started to do i have started to podfic podfic my work which is a lot of fun
1: yeah um Um, i only recently discovered podfic. i didn't know they were a thing until I spoke with uh, Mother Cat, who is a voice actor.
0: I love them. In fact, that's how yeah. I listen. <laughs> or that's how I read or consume most of the fanfic that I um, mm. read because I, kn- I feel like I never have time to sit down and read, but I have time to do it while I'm driving or doing the laundry yeah. or painting. Uh, but yeah, I love podfics. And I started and I was like, oh, I'm not going to wait for someone to podfic my stuff. I'm just going to do it myself. Oh, <laughs> so cool. I, so I bought a microphone and I've podficed most of my works. That's so neat. I and you know, um,
1: it. I I, th- I think it's cool having different a different way to consume, uh, writing. And I mean, audiobooks obviously exist, but uh, it's like your own audiobook for fan fiction. Because I know a lot of people are, um, like maybe they can't read or they have str- struggles with reading things. So like having the audio option is really cool. Not saying like everyone should podfic, but I think it's something to consider as we kind of graduate into a uh trying to be more um uh what's the word i'm looking for
0: uh Uh, accessible accessible. inclusive yeah
1: yeah um and so whenever i see Podfix now i'm like cool that's so neat like someone could actually listen to their favorite um writer's work and you know have an option to do that um yeah i love them and are you doing it for all of yours or just some of I, them?
0: I have done it for most of mine. Um, not some of the older ones that I don't I cringe when anyone reads anyway. I'm like, I'm certainly not going to <laughs> encourage more people to read my horrible things when I started. Um, but most of my recent ones I have, I have pod
1: Cool. And I like that you just, you're like, I'm going to do it myself. Cause yeah, I, I, I interviewed a uh, mother cat who does uh, she's a voice actress uh, actor and she gets paid to record people's podcasts or sorry um fix and i i didn't even know like again i didn't know pod fix were a thing let alone that there were people out there that were like doing it for money and i think that's cool another avenue <laughs> to <Yes>. make money <laughs> um do you do you um have any favorites uh narrators like do you do some of your yeah okay
0: (laughs) uh well not has done mine um she's far too famous to have uh done mine uh her name's um she started out as locked in john Locke, and now Mm -hmm. she goes by podfix p-o-d-f-i-x-x i Uh, I think she believes she's australian and she has a beautiful voice and she does i don't know she does uh, she must um, she must do this full time. I'm pretty sure she does it just for free. She falls in love with a fic and she'll she'll podfic it. Um mm. she's she's um podfix in the Sherlock and good omens, fandom, and maybe oh, cool. she's branch, branched out. Um, but and she's got a huge body of work and she's wonderful, very, very professional. So pod fix P-O-D-F-I-X-X. I highly recommend anything she reads.
1: Okay, I'll we'll have to link that below for anybody that is interested um anything else you want to touch on
0: um i can't think of anything
1: okay well yeah i mean don't it's not like you have to i just kind of like to leave that part open and give you guys a chance to bring up anything else that maybe i missed or anything like that so okay well we'll go on to the kudos section then um and this is just the part of the pod where i ask my guests the two questions <laughs> well uh, the, the first one being um what's what's one good thing about the um fanfic community that you enjoy slash like and why and you can only pick one and are you talking about
0: my fan my fanfic community or yeah a, a or in general
1: yeah like in general like where what what's like what's your favorite thing about your space um like, you, the you know
0: personal connections okay I sat down, did this in a, in a vacuum, and wrote for myself. It would be one percent of the joy you get from interacting mm-hmm. with other other fans and squeeing over each other's fix and mm-hmm. talking about your your pairing. So it's it's the community for sure.
1: That's good. Yeah, I and I I think you and uh, like majority of other people have said the same thing. So I think it's really cool that um, you know despite. <laughs> Despite all the crappy stuff going on um, in the world, there's still like you know communities of people that are, are really good people, and uh, you know you could find your your home and your space comfortably and not have to worry about you know being judged or right. Uh, horribly mistreated <laughs> um and I, and i love that it's it's it extends outside of my bubble which like of course it does So i'm star wars isn't the only community out there and i'm and i'm learning more about sherlock as i talk to you guys and so the more that i talk to you guys more i'm like yeah that sherlock sounds like a safe space and if i ever wanted to dabble back into that at least i know i would you be... are welcome <laughs> welcome yeah. come,
0: come. exactly walk, walk toward the light
1: <laughs> exactly um and then the other question i like to ask is uh well not a question but i do like a an author shout out or a creator shout out so if there's anyone that or any persons you can name you can name multiples but if there's anyone out there you think deserves some attention
0: uh you can give them a shout out here um, well, I'm gonna have to name my co-writer and bestie Cameo. Her uh, Ao3 name is Cameo. Uh, Cameo Douglas on uh, Twitter other social media. Um, she's the co. She 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 introduced me to fan fiction. She's my co-writer on uh, our giant book, and she just published her own um, Sherlock uh, book a, uh, like a month ago. So awesome. Cameo. And then we'll have um,
1: her links below as well uh, for you guys to check out. I normally do one, um, but I'm doing fix shout outs on Twitter now on the booked in, bookmarked and busy Twitter. So if you want to know what I'm reading, um, I would just hop over there because I am posting like one a day um, for that.
0: Uh, and where can people find you online? I am on Twitter at the, uh, uh- Kindle at Cumber Curly Girl I'm on uh, Tumblr so under Cumber Curly Girl but I spend most of my time on Twitter
1: Okay, and then we'll also have uh, your AO3 below as well and yes. the notes yes. for people to check out your work um and for me you could okay so many socials you could find me on twitter in two spaces my uh shop which is on a little bit of a hiatus right now slash personal one which is at stitchcraft um and then bookmarked and busy now has a separate twitter so that i can keep things
0: you i know, just followed <laughs> it
1: separated thank you it's uh at b and b underscore pod um Bookmarked and Busy is also on Instagram, which I'm still trying to navigate for that. I don't quite know what I want to do there yet, but it's uh, Bookmarked and Busy Podcast or Pod, I can't remember. Um, I'm also on Instagram at Stitchcraft as well. And then don't forget to follow. Um, kiki waffle network who are the kind hosts and editors of this pod at kiki underscore waffle at the time of recording they're doing their kenobi conversation so if you are watching the obi-wan show and you just want to hear a bunch of nerds talk about it um i would check that out um obviously by the time this goes up it's going to be way over so you can just go binge them um yeah and i think that's the uh spaces i inhabit i'm totally brain farting but i think that's everything um but thank you again for being on the show it was so cool talking to you thank you
0: for having me it was a pleasure
1: yeah of course and um i'm just gonna say like towards the end uh i didn't know uh your age, not that that matters, but I think it's so cool that I got to talk to someone who's like older than me in like the fandom spaces. Um, because I I interact with them on Twitter. Um, in the Raylo community, they call themselves uh Raylo Raylolds <laughs> And yeah, and they're they're some of the coolest people that I get to like. There's a lot of us. To. Yeah, and and it's such an inspiration for me because it's just like, I I'm always of the mindset where I. I I'll wake up one day and be like, at some point I'm gonna be too old for this. But no, the more that I, not. I know, like the more that I talk to you guys, I'm like, no, I can still keep my my fandom and my nerdiness until I'm, you know, in my 70s or what have you. And, and I don't know. i Thank you. This is such a fun conversation to have. I Excellent. really enjoyed it. Was. it.
0: <laughs> I appreciate you inviting me.
1: Thank you for listening, guys, and I will see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye.